You're listening to the Broadway Podcast Network. Good evening, everyone, and welcome to the fabulous Feinstein's 54 Below. Before we get started this evening, just a polite reminder, please take this moment to silence your cell phones, and also there is no flash photography, please. Welcome to the Feinstein's 54 Below podcast. I'm Kevin Ferguson. I'm an assistant programming director here at the club, and our guest today is a Tony Award nominee and Broadway legend. She has appeared in numerous Broadway shows, including The Share Show, Prince of Broadway, Sideshow, and so, so many more. Okay, everyone, help me welcome our amazing guest today, the one and only Emily Skinner. Yay! <laughs> the crowd goes crazy. The crowd goes wild. Emily, what's up? This is so exciting. Hi, Kevin. I'm so glad to be talking to you today. Yay. Yeah, I mean, you are so iconically known and just like infamous and legendary to me. <laughs> I am a drama kid, drama club president, ex-drama club president. I have been a fan of yours for so long. I'm just so happy to be in a position now where I'm just like talking to you. Like, this is so exciting. Oh, well, good. I hope I don't disappoint. My gosh. That sounds oh, like a lot to no, live no, up no, to. No. Oh, come on. No, I'm saying I am a fan of your talents, you know, and I know that probably is a lot for, you know, a famous person to hear like, I love a big fan, big fan. But no, I really have been just so admiring of your voice. I think your singing voice is one of the just best out there. And I've worked at 54 Below for a few years now. So I've been able to see you perform as well. So it's just been really, it's just been really fun to follow your career all these years. And now I'm just kikiing with you. Oh, great, great. (laughs) Well, let's start this interview off first by saying, you're coming back to 54 Below with a show. And the title of the show has me giggling every time I read it. And I just need to know, Abroad with a Broad, Broad Mind yes. is the title of your Feinstein's 54 Below show coming up. Like, <laughs> can Where's that title come from? Let, let us know more. Well, that's actually from a, a lyric that uh, Roger and Hart wrote for in um, pa- Pal Joey in a song called Zip. Mm. Mm-hmm. Um, the woman who's singing it says, I'm abroad with a broad, broad mind. And I've always mm-hmm. thought that was a great lyric. And I always sort mm-hmm. of think, I, I hope that's who I am, too. I aspire <laughs> to be abroad with a broad, broad mind. So mm-hmm. I thought, well, I'll just name the show that, you know, mm-hmm. why not? Yeah. Why not? Now, what does music from a show titled that sound like or or is that a secret or what's the vibe for the set list it's broad the set list is broad (laughs) that's that's another reason it made sense to me i mean i i like to go see um when i go see cabaret i i like a a set list that's broad i i I like it Mm -hmm. when, when i'm introduced to new lyrics and um introduced to lots of different kinds kinds of music and and so I, I was trying to do that with this program. So I've got, I'm singing, yeah. you know, folk stuff, pop stuff, theater stuff, old stuff, new stuff, everything. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Okay. You said folk stuff first. Is that your favorite genre or that just come to mind first? Like what's your, what is, what is Emily Skinner listening to, you know what I mean? <laughs> in her iTunes and her playlist. You know what? Emily Skinner listens to everything. You know what Emily Skinner doesn't have a lot of on her iPhone playlist is musicals. <laughs> okay surprisingly yes i am a similar theater fan like you i i listen to all kinds of music and surprisingly i am not 
blasting musical theater at all hours of the night. You know what I mean? Well, I also think I was like you in my in my you know youth and teens and twenties, and I listened to you know musical theater obsessively. And now that I'm in my fifties, I'm like, oh god, please just let me any <laughs> anything else. Yeah, I'm burnt out. It's just you know. I understand. Yeah. I understand, but. As theater, you know, lovers, I'm sure there is that one soundtrack, you know what I mean, that you are probably, or cast album that you're obsessed with, or no? Yes, you know what I'm currently obsessed with, and I think I've been obsessed with this since since I I saw it in Playwrights in um, 2019, is the cast album of A Strange Loop. Absolutely obsessed with it. I mean, I'm that person I could, I could like get up and do whole passages from it at this Mm -hmm. point. I've listened to it so much. I know. I, I, I recently... (laughs) I recently saw it uh, and I'm just so happy for that show because I've been following that music and that album for so long and now it's on Broadway. It's just so exciting to it's, see it. It's oh. so phenomenal. It's so Have you had a phenomenal. chance to see it since it's come back? No, I'm going this month. I can't uh, wait. Yeah, yeah. Very it's excited. so exciting. Yeah. Well, listen, I mean, I think you have a very solid taste in music then, okay? <laughs> Thank you. I like smart. I like smart. I like yeah. potent. I like funny. I like things that make mm-hmm. me feel and think. And mm-hmm. Yeah. 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 I I mean, it, it comes across, though, in your work that you are just this well-rounded, you're inspired by a lot. I, I see it. And the way you uh, interact with people, too, I've noticed that. Oh, good. Um, Good. Yeah, I'm glad I think to hear so. that. <laughs> from from this perspective, <laughs> I feel like I feel like it would be um hard just with your resume and it's so incredibly impressive. I feel like you're a superstar, but it's very clear you're kind of like down to earth and you kind of like a gal's gal. Do you feel that way sometimes or do you feel like you're like a superstar? Oh like my god, famous? I'm the, I'm as schleppy as you can get. I mean, I'm <laughs> sitting here right now in a, you know, an ancient t-shirt and like sweatpants. You know. I would not call you schleppy. Well, I'm glad. I think you're Thank fabulous. You. Th- I'm so glad. <laughs> you know, I can be fabulous on stage. I can I can glam it mm-hmm. up. But then in my mm-hmm. my you know when I'm not off stage, I'm I'm as far off as you. You can't find me. I'm so far off. I am oh, off, nice. off, off. <laughs> <laughs> yes, yes. I mean, I get it though. I, I mean, your time in the share show, you're wearing Bob Mackie originals. Yeah, that's fabulous. I know. How, how lucky how was, was that? I? Ex- oh. I know, right? How was that share show experience? What was your favorite part? I feel like my favorite part would have been the Bob Mackie. That's why I brought it up. But <laughs> <laughs> what was your favorite part? You know, I, my God, certainly the Bob Mackie was was one of the most amazing things and and I, and I think you know a big reason to go see that show because the designs mm-hmm. were so just off the charts for that show um mm-hmm. and getting to be in fittings with bob and have him make things for you on you and you know i heard for years I, I, now having worked with him i understand why why he has the success he has because he make he really mm-hmm. makes you feel like you were the most fabulous gorgeous person on the planet yeah he will he will take whatever you know you think is is eh, and he'll make you look you know amazing and i not all cast not all costume designers can do that or know how to do that or know that they Mm -hmm. should do that and he really does Mm -hmm. he really gets it you know i think he's worked with enough kind of you know superstar people that he he knows um that the stakes are high for them when they go out on stage every time they step out on stage. So it's, mm-hmm. he's, he's got to make them mentally and emotionally feel like they can do it, you know? And he oh. does. Wow. Yeah. I think, 
I think that is just so special too, the idea of just being able to transform in these costumes, but they're not so much costumes because they're like high fashion and like, you know what I mean? So it's like, it's a costume, but it's not, yeah. I think that's like wearable art kind of moment. It's so fabulous. He made me a Uh, costume for, um, uh, I had like, you know, a minute long cameo in that show as Lucille Ball, like circa, mm -hmm. circa early 70s. And uh, I'm not anybody I would ever sort of look at and go, cast her as Lucille Ball. But I mean, he made me such a design that I, I, I just, I, I'd walk out and I couldn't recognize myself. And I thought, my God, the costume does, does the work for you. Yeah. Really incredible. Uh, that is some brilliant design. Yeah. That is some brilliant design. I, would you say that the Cher show was your favorite show to be costumed in? Because you I mean, you, you, your credits... You, I mean, Sideshow, like, that was probably a fun show for costumes, but would would you say, you know, where would you say is your favorite costume? That oh, you that's ever... so hard. My God. I know. I know. That's really hard. <laughs> um, I mean, Cherisha was thrilling just because it was all, it was all Mackie. Um, mm-hmm. uh, I also really loved doing Prince of Broadway um, yeah. because that was all sort of as an homage to Pal Prince. It was all numbers from all the shows that he did and they and they copied the costumes exactly from those shows so to be able to Mm. wear the exact same costume that elaine stritch was wearing for company and the exact Mm -hmm. same costume that alexa smith was wearing for you know it was sort of like wow history yeah william ivy long sort of really did his his history and copied things beautifully and it was amazing Mm. yeah yeah, you, and you said you you know you were like a theater kid and theater nerd. Where where did Emily start? How did Emily Skinner start? Where did it all start? Well, talking about histories. Uh, <laughs> I was that little kid who's so hyper you just want to desperately like shove them in a closet. I was that <laughs> I was that little kid. I was definitely that little kid, um, and I was so manic and sort of all over the place. They were they were not my, the school was sort of calling my mother, going, "We don't know if we can pass her on to first grade because she can't sit mm. down and be with the class in August." <laughs> and then at some point, like sort of in the middle of of my kindergarten year, the teacher came to me and said, "Okay, Emily, you're going to get 15 minutes every day to entertain the class." And then when that is done, you have to sit down and be with the class the rest of the day. And that was like opening Pandora's box mm-hmm. for me. Uh, and I would You go, were like, finally. I, well, you know, I didn't even know it about myself that I was five. Mm-hmm. You know, you don't know mm-hmm. it. You didn't sort of realize that, oh, I, I needed that. I needed the creative outlet. I needed the tension, whatever. Um, mm-hmm. And I would go home every day and I would figure out, you know, what I was going to do the next day. Uh, mm-hmm. And I... Um, I uh, found my mother's Broadway cast album collection. And that was sort of my wow. big introduction to uh, to theater. And so I would take these cast albums into class and I would lip sync to them. Please imagine like a five-year-old, you know, doing Gethsemane from Jesus Christ Superstar. Can you just, I just want you to picture that. And the rest, like, you know, yes, 20 Emily. other five-year-olds looking at you like, what? And that's a long number too. You said, I'm going to take these 15 minutes. That's right. That's right. That is so. And where was that? Where's your hometown? Where's where was growing up? You know what? I'm from Richmond, Virginia, which is the capital of Virginia. Yeah, yeah. Mm -hmm. A great place to be from, filled with culture Mm -hmm. and cool history. Yeah, yeah. 
Yeah, university. Did you did you do a college program or did you come straight? To I did. I went to Carnegie Mellon in Pittsburgh. Yes, yes. Which yes. again was a fantastic, fantastic training program. Um, um, yeah, and after that, I, I just came to the came to the city. Yeah, yeah, and started hit the ground of, running. Yeah, running around, doing stuff. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, I feel I feel everyone kind of has that story of like. Went to school, and as soon as I got to New York, it was just go, 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 go. You yeah, know what I mean? Yeah. Do you remember, like, um, a, your first mentor or, like, instructor kind of when you came to the city? Someone you kind of felt like you, as, like, a new green person to the city, you had, like, an older mentor or any friends or anyone? You or know just... who was – well, I'll tell you who was really lovely, lovely when I came to the city was Billy Porter. Oh, dear Billy Porter. Yeah. He, um, yes, yes. He was in the class above me at Carnegie Mellon. And, um, Mm. we would come all the sort of senior class at the end of every year would sort of come to the city and do a showcase, you know, all these Mm -hmm. conservatory programs do that. Um, and Billy, and I stayed with Billy during that, during that. And he gave me lots of advice and was really generous with his, his time and his, wisdom and yeah so he's always on my my good list for the rest of whenever because of that yeah mr billy that's such a sweet story yeah i feel like you know broadway connections people don't know that it's just like wow this world this community is so tight and small everyone is a friend of somebody else it's true though it's true though everybody's sort of you know six degrees of separation we know each other through other people and yeah Mm -hmm. Yeah, that's so awesome. Okay, so with you being so legendary and having this resume, and would you, is there um, what would you say is different about Broadway and the industry now, and compared to when you first came and you were like just Emily from Carnegie? <laughs> <laughs> well, I I think it's much more exciting now and much more diverse yeah. in every single way. I know mm. when I first got here, I I sort of. Uh, you know, I felt like I sort of had to be a certain way. I had to sing a certain kind of song. I had to look a certain way um, to get any sort of positive feedback or whatever. And that's that seems to be gone. And I'm thrilled by that. I'm thrilled mm-hmm. by that. Um, mm-hmm. I would say that's kind of the big thing. The homogenousness um, mm-hmm. of of the business sort of is is, you know, it's like all bets are off now. And I, mm-hmm. I love that. If you're a talented person, if you if you have you know charisma and and aim and talent and and smarts, you know, there's a place for you. There's a place yes. for your hair. Yeah. Yes, it does. It yeah, I can see that. Yeah. But it wasn't that you didn't get that energy. I don't know that I felt like that when I when I mm-hmm. first first got here. Um, and I think just because that's also the business has really changed. And I think mm-hmm. the business has changed in a good way, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. So that's that's exciting. It's an exciting time to be living right now. Yeah. You know, with all the yeah. sort of negative stuff that's going on in the world, there's also some really expanding, wonderful, positive stuff. Yeah. And, you know, definitely used to uh, feel like, wow, what is this crazy city I live in? Mm-hmm. But it's always just giving new adventures. Yeah. You know what I mean? It's true. Um and you know we cannot ignore the advent- the adventure that New York put us through in 2020. <laughs> no, we can't. No. Is this 
<laughs> is this show you're bringing to Find Science 54 Below the first time you're getting back on stage, or have you had the pleasure of doing some virtual stuff? Or well, I'll have you already you, been on stage since the world opened up? I'll tell you this: I did this show at 54 Below. I did it last at the end of last July. Mm-hmm. Uh, so this is a sort of, you know, sort of a, a callback performance, if you will, mm-hmm. um, and which is which is lovely. To, I'm so excited to revisit it. But I I wrote this show because I was I had gotten some work for the fall, but I hadn't worked for 16 months, and I thought I better get mm-hmm. myself back on stage to remember how to do it. <laughs> <laughs> Remember how to stand up in front of people and, you know, so I put together a show that's, that was sort of about who I became during the mm. pandemic, who I became and, mm. and what the things were in the pandemic that sustained me, that, that mm. sort of sustained my heart and my soul. And, and um, I got, I got a, a lot of good response from it. Yeah. You know, yeah. um, I was trying to do something that felt authentic and true to me while also being, you know, it's kind of inspirational for anybody who was feeling like they were looking for that. Mm-hmm. And I, I think that there's going to be a lot of art coming out of what we all experienced. Oh, yeah. I mean, all the artists had to oh, sit yeah. down and just get in our feelings. That's right. Everybody <laughs> had to sit down the, with themselves and, and look at themselves and listen to themselves and, and figure out how to be certain in uncertainty. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Outside of that, was there anything fun or new you learned about yourself during the quarantine? Like a, a new skill completely detached from performing and anything? I learned how to cook a little better. Did you? I didn't, I, I didn't know how to cook anything before that the quarantine. That did not now... for me. I'm so impressed with you. <laughs> I wish I had been you because I still can't cook worth a damn. Very impressive. Um, I started. Mm-hmm. I started meditating. I had, I had yes. done it sort of on and off. I've done it sort of on and off, you know, you know, my, my adult life, but I sort of, I sort of had now have a, a fostered a real practice and it's, uh, mm. I'm really glad for it. And I kind of think mm-hmm. what took me so long? It's so good. Mm-hmm. You know, yeah. again, going back to what you were saying about when I first came to the city, you know, a thousand years ago when I got here, there was no talk about self care. There was, mm. there was nothing about, you You know, that wasn't a conversation in the culture, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, and it's nice that that is now, you know? People mm-hmm. are like, no, you gotta, you really gotta pay attention to that. And if there isn't a class in that, maybe there should be, or more of a conversation in the culture about that, you know? Mm-hmm. So that's my little form of, of, of self-care. Yeah, I have definitely heard a lot of artists talking about meditation and, um, how it has definitely helped them, not only just in life, just day to day, but even as artists on stage, the, oh, yeah. the practice of meditation has made the craft so much tighter. Do you feel that way about yourself? I do. I do. I also, wow. I also feel with the advent of, you know, all of us on our phones all the time and the computer, um, the discipline of having, you know, even a couple of minutes a day to just focus, to just mm. find a focus on, on one thing um, is so good. Is, uh, and, and, you know, how can that not help but go into your work and go into everything mm-hmm. you lead with? Yeah. Yep. So true. Wow. I, I feel like you come with so much wisdom. Do you do master classes <laughs> or are you too busy? Like, how, how does that, do you get to mentor younger yeah, generations? Yeah, yeah, I teach, yet? I yeah. teach. I mean, I, it's, you know, I teach when I can do it. I teach when I'm, you know, yeah. have a, a time span in between 
in between shows. Um, mm-hmm. And I love it. I love it. I feel useful in a way that, you know, it challenges me in a way that it, I'm not challenged as an actor. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, totally. Yeah. Listen, I mean, you, you're not only just on stage though, you've taught, ha- you produce a little, yeah. Or, <laughs> or have you like, I want you to brag about yourself. Emily. this is so fabulous to have you here today. Well, Do you have any big projects coming up after this show that you want to wink, wink at what's going on? Well, I'm about to go to Chicago at the Muni. Mm-hmm. Um, and then right after that, I'm going to go up to Barrington stage and do a little night music for them. Wow. And then I'm I'm going to do something in the fall, but I here in New York, but I can't talk about it yet. But we like those. But we like those kind of words. It though. is. We like it's that. on it's the exci- Broadway. Exciting. It's exciting. Ooh. Yeah. So I'll be I'll be wow. back on, on Broadway in the fall, which is exciting. Wow. Yeah. And all the way up until there, you booked and blessed. I mean, we're, we're <laughs> reprising the role. <laughs> Of Mama, you've already done Mama Morton, right? Yes. Well, this is what happened. We we did Chicago at the Muni last year, but we didn't get to finish finish our run because right. we had a we had an, an outbreak of COVID. So, yes. very generously, the the Muni said, "Well, let's bring it back and have that be the first show, so we can have a yes. real run." Because it got Come really on. nice reviews, and it was a fantastically cool version of Chicago. Oh yeah, so. I remember seeing those pictures. That yeah, really dope. yeah. Yeah. Well, I I feel like they're going to be excited to have you back. Lucky, <laughs> lucky St. Louis uh, to have you back again. I feel like um, now you're just, we're back and the world's back open. Are you going to, I guess you said meditation, but are you going to take anything else with you from that break that we were able to take? Or what, did you feel like it was a break? Did you know it was a break in the moment? For me, I didn't know I was on a break. I was in panic mode every day. Yeah, I think we so, all we all I, sort of were in this weird purgatory of where, where are we? What What is this new mm-hmm. normal? What is this? Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I mean, I definitely have a, a renewed gratitude and a renewed appreciation for doing this, for being in rooms of people. Um, who are who are allowed to get together in space and be creative, and to be mm-hmm. allowed to be on stage and, and commune with people in the audience? I mean, I I I I have a, a renewed gratitude, absolutely. Yeah, absolutely. For sure. Yeah. For sure. I mean, we in the audience are grateful. You know, I mean, just seeing you're like, yes, Emily's here. The world is back to normal. <laughs> well, you know, it's funny. Yeah. You think about it, like theater, live live arts dance and music and theater and cabaret this is the last places in the world next to church where we all can get together and commune and have the same experience and have a same a same emotional catharsis together Mm -hmm. and that's yes that's important it's an important important. thing yeah i definitely felt that leaving strange loop there you right exactly it was it is a very church-like kind of like feeling after you leaving church it feels it feels like that after you see some good work and yeah. some good art and just strong storytelling mm-hmm. i feel like with your abroad with a broad broad mind show <laughs> you're you're keeping it broad it's very broad but are there going to be any special guest surprises what's kind of your band situation like who's going to be know, on stage with you well i'm i work with my my dear friend john fisher who is my musical director uh and um for years and years, I've been trying to get him to sing with me. Uh, and when I called him about doing this show with me, I said, you know, I've, 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 he always says no. But I said, you know, I'm going to ask you just just one more time. Which I, I really would love to have you sing with me. I've got some ideas about what we could do. And he was like, okay. And I was like, oh, really? You're going to sing with me? Oh, my God. 
So he's singing, Uh-oh. he's singing some stuff with yes. me, and, and now it's like I can't get him off with a hook. It's like mm-hmm. I've, I've opened Pandora's box, and we're going to be oh yes, Captain Tennille for the rest of the time. This about to be know? a whole spectacle. Yeah, a whole event. Mm-hmm. Well, listen, Emily, this is been so exciting chatting with you i don't want to hold you because i know you're a busy busy woman (laughs) but is there any is there like a daily mantra that you like give to people or to like a young artist you know what i mean that would help you or something that you just like like philosophy wise you like to live by oh i mean i i would say um Oh, a couple of things. I mean, probably the first one is what I think about a lot when I meditate, which is that, you know, everything you need is within. Everything, mm. everything you need is here. Everything you need mm-hmm. is, is right here. Um, also, don't fry chicken with your shirt off. <laughs> That's another. And when in doubt, Emily. when in doubt, go blue. I also think that go blue. Yes, 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 yes. So those are my three. Those are my three things that I would. Yeah, yeah. I'm still stuck on don't fried chicken without <laughs> your shirt on. Well, that's so come on. Is that a lesson learned? Yes, from, from mistakes. That's a, that's an important <laughs> lesson to learn, people. Don't fried chicken with your shirt up. <laughs> that is so good. Oh my goodness, Emily. Thank you for coming through today. Thank you for bringing another show back to 54 Below. I know they're going to be so excited. The people uh, are ready to see you I'm and whatever so the secret forward. in the whatever the secret in the fall is, I'm already ready. Give me cool. my ticket right now. Thank you. I'm Thank so you. I'm so excited for you. I'm glad that you like I don't you know, I said I was like a drama club kid, a big fan of yours. I'm so happy to see then I was obsessed with you. You're still giving me things to be obsessed with you about now. Like you're still just out here killing it. It's so fierce. I'm just going Thank on. You, We're all just rolling along, yeah. you know? Yeah. Yeah. You have to. You have to. Well, I don't want to hold you any longer, but do you have Instagrams and social medias that you want to tell the people as if they don't I know do. how to find you? I already? do. You can, okay. you can find me. I'm Emily S. Skinner. You can stalk me on there. Yeah, yeah. Yes, yes, yes. <laughs> all right. You heard it here first. Emily Skinner. Go ahead and stalk her on Instagram. But <laughs> <laughs> grab her tickets. The show again is on June 30th, July 1st, and July 2nd. You got three nights. You can't miss this. You're not busy all three of those nights. And it's Emily Skinner, y'all. The show is called Abroad with a Broad, Broad Mind. You don't want to miss it. Emily, thank you again. Thanks this again. Has been such a pleasure. Oh, Kevin, you're a doll. <laughs> <laughs> oh, thank you. Y'all heard her. You heard her say that? Y'all heard her call me a doll? Okay, 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 okay. <laughs> thank you, Emily. You've been listening to the Fine Science 54 Below podcast, part of the Broadway Podcast Network. Subscribe and rate us on Apple Podcasts or your favorite podcast app. Hey, it's Leslie Odom Jr. here on the Broadway Podcast Network to tell you about the RISE Theatre Directory, a program of maestro music. RISE is a national online resource designed to connect and empower backstage and administrative and creative theatre professionals from underrepresented backgrounds. If you work or aspire to work in the theater community, this can help you find your next project. And if you hire theater professionals, search the RISE Theater Directory to find your next team. Create your profile now 
and get more information by visiting risetheater.org. That's theater with an R-E-R-I-S-E-T-H-E-A-T-R-E dot org because only together we rise.